Sacred Space. And welcome back to the second part of Sacred Space in West Limit 102. My name is John Keeley. John is studied by Mariah Colletti. And on the other end of the telephone, uh, Sister Dimna Clancy. And the reason why myself and Dimna said we'd uh, touch base this particular day is maybe to reflect a little bit on Advent, where maybe what it meant to us, and maybe looking forward a little bit maybe to Christmas. So, Dimna, thanks again for joining us on the programme. Uh, and if we look at Advent, I mean, we're now at the end of it, really. I mean, this is the fourth Sunday. Um, what did Advent mean to yourself? Yeah, um, I suppose there's only two le- days left now until right. Christmas, John. Mm. And Advent is at an end. And I suppose it's a great time of waiting, of preparing. It's a time of hope. Mm. I suppose over the past two years... Um, um, and indeed, still, it's easy, very easy to get caught up in the whole hustle and bustle oh, yeah. of life. Mm. And I have decided that for me, that this is part of Advent. Okay. And I suppose particularly for women and for housewives and all that. So I had to ask myself, you know, what will I do to add more meaning and to put more meaning into what I do mm. during Advent, knowing that it is a busy, a busy time? Yeah. So, and I suppose, start off by looking at the Christmas list, (laughs) those that we have to send cards to and those we receive cards from, you know, Mm. and each year a few have been deleted for one reason or another and others are added on. Mm. So, I suppose for me, before writing any card, I would always pray, or as I'm writing the card, I would pray God's blessing. And if I knew the person well and felt that they needed peace or they needed courage or whatever gift, I would pray for that gift for that person. Mm. And because each one, I suppose, that we send a card to where we receive a card from, they are a blessing in some way in our lives. And very often we can take them for granted. So Christmas might be the only time when we mark that friendship and that appreciation for some people and it's putting it in writing also with wrapping a gift yeah. i would always pray for that the person that the gift is from for that they would be wrapped in the love of christ beautiful some way to make it a little bit more meaningful and to bring christ into the bits and pieces of our lives and I suppose the other thing is when I'm buying a card to buy meaningful cards for people and maybe to support a charity as well when buying our Christmas cards. And I'm conscious that we're talking now two days before Christmas, mm-hmm. so most people have this done already, yeah. but maybe the next time, or it can be a birthday card or an Easter card or a special occasions card as well. That's beautiful thought. I mean, just a few there now that kind of caught me there. Um, you, you're especially thinking about the person to whom you're going to send the card to or the gift to. And I think that's lovely because sometimes we, some of us might take the view that, oh, I've got to write a card now and I've got to write 50 cards or whatever, whatever. Whereas you're, you're thinking about the person, you're enclosing a prayer yourself within that message to that person. And I'm sure that, that having that prayer is always answered in some way or other. I mean, the, the person might ne- not necessarily know that you pray the prayer, but I'm sure they're going to get the benefit of it. And, and, and I think this is all about bringing Christ into Christmas. It's bringing Christ into the Advent season. I like it. Yeah, and I suppose the, I always say we can never limit God. No. You know, so 
even if the person leaves whatever we put aside, we never know when they might pick it up and read it. Yeah, yeah. So, or they might send it on to somebody else without reading it. We'll just leave it to God. And I think leave ourselves available to God in that way too. Beautiful. I like that. So Advent coming to a close and then we're now getting um, getting very close now to Christmas Day when Jesus came. I suppose many people would say that, 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 that Christmas is only for children. Mm. And, uh, um, what do you think of that idea? Yeah, I suppose we hear a lot. I hear a lot of people mm. that too. And yes, I believe Christmas is for children, but... It also centres around the celebration of the birth of a child. Yeah. But Christmas surely is for anyone who needs to recover hope in their lives. And this hope has to be in a person. And at the crib, we see God with us. God who became a little child. A child full of promise. A child to bring peace. And as we kneel at the crib... This Christmas, just to take a moment and to reflect, maybe to ask ourselves a few very basic little questions, you know. Mm-hmm. Is this the person that I need right now in my life? Yeah. Is this the person that can help me in what I'm going through? Is this the saviour or the companion I need to get me through the worries and the cares that I have now? Is this the person who can make a difference in my life each day? Because really... You know, they say, keep Christ in Christmas. And there's no Christmas without Christ. No. No. And, I mean, you know, people speak about gifts and so on and so forth. Uh, isn't Christ, isn't Jesus the best gift that we that we, we have all been given? Absolutely, yeah. And we don't realise that, you know, and, and um, we kind of lose out a small little bit and maybe even thinking uh, about even the, even those who are in need because, I mean, Jesus came down to help those who, who were in need. Mm-hmm. And, no and I think he leads us that way too because it's a time when a lot of people think about others mm. at Christmas time, especially those who may be struggling, maybe due to the loss of a family member or yeah friend or financial reasons or loneliness or homelessness and for me St. Vincent de Paul um, supports local families yeah. and our giving can be very meaningful when mm. we give from our needs not from our plenty but from our needs and I think Christmas helps us to reach out and to be more thankful and appreciative as well of what we've got when we think of the struggle of others and mm. living here in Ireland, living here in Limerick, for us, is a blessing. Yes. We are so lucky, mm. and we are blessed. And, you know, maybe blessed is a better word than lucky. Yes. We think of the people today in Syria and Egypt, mm. in many of the countries in Africa, Lebanon, Israel, Vietnam, Eastern Europe, you know. Yeah. Think of the people in in um, the Sandy Hook, Sandy Hook community in Edinburgh, you know. Mm. So as we think of those, we can reach out to them in our prayer. And maybe our best way is appreciating what we have got and to use our gifts to help others as well. And as I said, to give from our needs can be the real giving. Because isn't that what God did too? It is, and so, I mean, it's not really just for Christmas. It's not really just for children, like, it's it's for ourselves too. It is. We've been given um, the example, 
by Jesus and also the people who went before us, our parents and so on and so forth. And I think it's important that we don't forget that. Yeah. That we keep coming back to that crib and, and as you said, just spending a small little bit of time at the crib with Jesus, asking him maybe to guide us as to how he wants us to continue, you know, to continue to live our, our, our lives. And I suppose at this time of the year now things are very busy, you know, we got Christmas trees and decorations and 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 one would think, well, how does this add to the Christmas spirit? What do you know when they're doing that? Yeah, well, I suppose I mentioned earlier on about the, the hustle and the bustle and the business and mm. up the Christmas tree is all part of that as well. And I suppose I was just thinking about the Christmas tree this year as we were putting it up, and I'm sure most people have it up at this stage. Mm. But even when we look at the Christmas tree that we have up, just to think... This is a tradition that we received from Germany. And just to think of the, the evergreen of the tree, of the pine and the spruce, it reminds us of God's everlasting love. And the baubles can remind us of, of the values, maybe, that make our lives more beautiful as they decorate a tree. Mm-hmm. And we can think of the fruits of the Spirit and the fruits of God working in our lives, like kindness, patience, joy, peace, forgiveness, etc., and then we have the lights on the tree. And this can remind us of the people who light up our lives, beginning with Jesus himself, who called himself the light of the world. And we also have tinsel and other sparkling decorations. And they too can be all reminders to us that we, they reflect the, the lights from the fairy lights. We too can reflect the light to other people. And the light we would be reflecting, hopefully, would be the light of God. And then all the gifts that will be under the tree, they can be reminders of what Christmas is all about, celebrating the gift of God, which is Jesus, and being open to that giftedness and recognizing, um, recognizing that great gift of God. So I think, you know, I've decided that the Christmas tree is actually full of meaning and full of symbolism. And even the Christmas crackers, you know, they can always remind us of the God of surprises. There's always a little surprise in the cracker. So it can remind us of this great God of surprises, you know, and wasn't the biggest surprise of all. Didn't that happen? God sent his son, Jesus. Isn't it beautiful? And And the other thing I was just thinking of there is even setting the table for the Christmas meal. You know, it's, you know, it's setting a table. It's a time of preparing for a time of togetherness, a time of talking, sharing, storytelling. And I suppose that's one of the lovely memories I have of Christmas as a child. You know, the storytelling, the humour, the feeling of togetherness at the table. So I think that's, and that's a Eucharistic moment too, isn't it? Mm, beautiful. Oh? And you know, um, just as you were there, I've, I've just reading here um, a, a prayer that I picked up. Um, and it's all around uh, opening gifts and it says let me just for a moment Lord hold this time in my heart it's about mysteries and gratitude unknowing and wrong sizes snippets of ribbon and screams of delight help me to remember the immense love you have for each of us in this room with each gift that is opened no matter how perfect or not let me feel again the many ways you gift us each day especially with the presence in our hearts and the presence of each other in our lives. And I think that's what you were saying to us really, Dimna, wasn't it? Mm, yes, yeah. 
Pina. And each day is a gift, isn't that why they call it the present? It's beautiful. <laughs> you know, so, and each person is a gift. And I suppose the other thing then um, we could mention too is about um, the Christmas candle. And, uh, you know, the, I mean, people have a Christmas candle maybe sometimes and they're not really ch- too sure why they have the Christmas candle. And of course, isn't the Christmas isn't the Christmas candle there to remind us that the light of the world? Has That's come right. To, uh, I know. As children, we always lit a candle on the window, on the front windows of the house. And I always remember my parents saying, you know, that we light the candle um, to remind us that Mary and Joseph were homeless and that they were welcome at the inn, so that if people pass, that the candle is a sign that they would be welcome into our home. So whether that tradition still holds or not, I don't know. Or do people light candles? They light the lights and that on the windows. And it was always the youngest child that lit the candle as well. And it's a symbol of welcome, isn't it? I think it's lovely. And again, and I know maybe you've got something just to finish off there. I think you were speaking to me early on about a poem. But just before you just mentioned that, there's another prayer that I picked up in. It's a prayer as I reflect on all the people you place in my life today. And it goes like this. I think about my family, my relatives and neighbours, people with whom we will spend this day. Dear Jesus, as I look at their faces and remember their stories, their feelings of gratitude and some fear and anxiety, thank you for these loved ones. And please forgive me for the ways I've been less than accepting and loving. Please heal the wounds and division and conflicts that stand between us and help me to remember how dearly you love them. I only want to remember that you have come to all of us. I think that's a lovely that is, prayer too. That's a lovely prayer, John, yeah. Have you got something to finish off there in terms of, or, or just your final few thoughts? Yeah, I suppose uh, my final thoughts would be just to remember that Christmas cannot be without Christ. Mm. And it's so lovely to go to church at Christmas and to have the churches packed. Ah, yeah, it's lovely. You know, for any of our masses and teachers. Mm. And it's a time to remember that Christ is with us and to ask, you know, how am I with him? And, you know, we share our thoughts and gifts with so many people that we would also remember to share our thoughts and our gifts with the person whose birthday we are celebrating. And then there's a lovely little Christmas carol, and I'll just conclude with that. You know, it says, what can I give him, poor as I am? If I were a shepherd, I would bring a lamb. If I were a wise man, I would do my part. Yet what can I give him? I'll give him my heart. Beautiful. Thank you very much, Neil, for that, Dimna. Okay, at this particular uh, stage, we might go for a break. Um, We'll take a piece of music. And again, this time it's from an album by Peter Kearney, from his album How Far to Bethlehem. And actually this one is actually entitled How Far to Bethlehem. Let's hear this. How far is it to Bethlehem? Not very far Shall we find the stable room Lit by a star Can we see the little child Is he within If we lift the wooden latch May we go in 
mocks us or sheep May we peep like them And see Jesus asleep If we touch his tiny hand Will he awake? Will he know we've come so far Just for his sake? Great kings have their precious gifts But we have not Our little smiles and small tears Are all we've brought For all troubled children Now Mary must weep You can lie on this bed of straw Sleep, children, sleep How far is it to Bethlehem? Not very far. Shall we find the stable room lit by a star? Can we see the little child? Is he within? If we lift the Sacred Space